We kick off hour number three. You know the video rolling for that, did you? No comment. Oh gosh. <laughs> and the brakes lit. Yeah, Tommy John or complete surge. I don't know. That sounds awful. Is this it? Like, is this it? Was that it? Was that you Lynn know, Sanity? You know? God. Is that Purdy Sanity? Like, we'll never know if it was the injury or if he just got hot that one stretch with a good defense. I hope not. I hope he at least comes back and does something, you know, even if it's two years down the road. Well, what's, what's the rumor? They're, the rumor's there. They might try to trade Trey Lance to Tennessee. Oh, God. And then – That was when Tom Brady was still around because then the rumor was Tom Brady. That's true. That's true. So maybe that's now off the table for now because well, Tom well, Brady's they, he's retired for now. <laughs> he did this before, so forgive me if I'm not going to jump the gun and mm-hmm. throw Tom Brady the parade. Although – I will say the way he did that video did feel a li- by saying, "Hey, I did my big long retirement essay last year. You only get one of those, so here's me sitting by myself on a beach. See ya. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to my fans, teammates, family, past family, second family, third, family. third family. It comes in pints. Purdy put up great numbers when he was the quarterback, though. He was really efficient. He was it's he true. protected the ball. Well, but he wasn't like a game, just straight game manager, right? So I mean, I mean he completed sixty-seven percent of his passes, almost fourteen hundred yards, thirteen TDs, four picks. Oh, I didn't realize he threw hundred and seven. Uh, rate his rating was one hundred and seven point three. So he was. You just never know, you know. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe he is good, but maybe system. the injury, maybe the injury makes him just never as good again. Yeah. Or maybe it was the system, or maybe he maybe he's even better when he comes yeah. back for somebody else in a different situation. I just don't. You only get so many chances when you're not like a first round guy. Well, know? that's what makes it really interesting for San Francisco because they've got a lot of really good players. They're also getting a little bit older. I mean, Debo's kind of getting up there. Kittle, do you roll the dice with one more year of Brock Purdy, or do you realize that your window is going to shut? And try to go make a move for you know a bigger name and a bigger player. Well, thing is, Shanahan hadn't gotten a chance to use his guy that he picked That's that they true. traded up for. You know, Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can he do with that kid? Look what he did with the. He got hurt immediately once he got starting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bro- yeah. That's what makes that weird too. Yeah. And people are worried that maybe one of the reasons they were kind of shopping him around was because the ankle's bad. I mean, he broke it, and apparently there was, like, some ligament and possible nerve damage. Oh, gosh. Um, like, there's a chance that it's really, really bad, and he's never quite the same, especially mobility-wise. But they were talking about on the drive. Like, that's what happened to Heath Schuler. He broke his ankle and then got, like, drop foot and had to use a cane for years. Oh, my gosh. And then had to have a bunch of different surgeries. Mm-hmm. I-, I think he's to the point now where he can't, like, point his his foot. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't flex. Yeah, because they had to – because of the drop foot, which is the opposite, they had to tighten – I think it was the Achilles. Like they might have to shorten your Achilles. All this other stuff. Well, uh, obviously Tom Brady's the top uh, headline on uh, like the the player headlines for uh, Roto World. But it's funny. The next two have to do with the Titans. Ex Titans OC Todd Downing is serving jail time in Williamson <laughs> County, Tennessee, for his November drunk driving arrest. Appears he's only serving a few days in jail, but it's still part of a stunning fall for an assistant who was fired earlier this month. 
He will reportedly remain behind bars until Thursday. The NFL has never let a drunk driving arrest stop it from recycling coaches before, but it's going to be a long time before Downing gets another coordinator opportunity. So this is jail time from the one that happened after the Green Bay game? Yep. That's odd. <laughs> well, like you're getting, he's, it's like, I mean, it's not prison, but no, 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 yeah. his sentence was yeah. probably whatever, this fine. Seven days in jail, yeah. No, no driver's license for a while, and yeah, and like a few days in jail. Huh. Learn your lesson. Ass. I mean, that's, you know. Uh, 49ers have requested permission to interview Titans defensive backs coach Chris Harris for their defensive coordinator vacancy. Hmm. So he could move over and take D'Amico Ryan's spot in San Francisco. If he were to get that job, D'Amico Ryan's, as you mentioned last segment, headed to the 40, or from the 49ers to the Houston Texans where he was a longtime player. Ryan and, Clark uh, was real. I, I don't know if they played together or n- just know each other, but Ryan Clark was all about that hire for the Texans mm-hmm. yesterday. And uh, the Broncos, as we talked about earlier, acquired Sean Payton from the Saints. Remember, there had to be a trade, though. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in exchange for first and second round picks. So the uh, the first rounders in 2023 via Miami and the Bradley Chubb trade, the second rounders in 2024. Broncos are also receiving a 2024 third rounder from the Saints. Uh, So that's coming back to them. Uh, This certainly doesn't feel like something we'd have been surprised about when the offseason started, but Peyton and the Broncos appeared to have drifted apart at some point in their talks after their initial interview. And now it worked. And they got it back together, yep. Figured it out. A first and a second round pick to the Saints. I mean, wasn't that kind of... They, the Gruden did that, right? Then somebody had, they traded yeah, it was first round pick for Gruden. Yeah, from, it was Raiders to Tampa, right? Yeah, because then they beat the he beat yeah. the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I weren't we all going into this season really at the end of last season before the Russell Wilson trade? We were all saying like, man, the, the Broncos they they're, got a roster, they're the ready. Have been good, yeah, yeah, and they, and they got you know they had Judy, they had some offensive weapons, and you're thinking, oh, they're just a quarterback away, a quarterback away. I mean, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett was good. Yeah. But you still feel like you've got all those pieces. And maybe maybe Russell Wilson is just kind of washed. I just can't believe they weren't in, like, the 10-7 the and seven range. I know. You know? That's I what I'm saying. That, I think the Broncos were hoping Hackett would come with a package deal for Rodgers because he was the, with Rodgers. That's the what they year. said. And who uh, who just hired Hackett? Because uh, they're, they're he went the, to OC Jets? Yes, it's Jets. the Jets. Oh, and that, they're, they're thinking it's like, a, oh, well – you know, Aaron Rodgers Aaron didn't Rodgers. go to to the Broncos, but maybe, maybe now he'll come to maybe. New York. I don't know. Uh, Trey Lance told reporters he's three to four weeks out from being cleared to practice, and that he'll be a hundred percent for OTAs. Okay, well, that's good. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm wondering if it, that was the end of it for Brock Purdy. Surely, just, I just, mean, he was pretty. I mean, I don't know. He was pretty good. I mean, do you think it's just a system, kind of like we well, were I just saying about hookers? I just wonder if now, if he gets healthy enough. I mean, Lance had already Lance had already here. beat him out. Like, if Lance stays healthy and plays next year, does he become trade bait? Do they keep him as a backup? I mean, this is assuming he gets back to being able to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Also, and I, and I don't know. I've said this for a while. Like, sometimes the backup. How, how many games did Purdy start? Well, he won like twelve or something in a row. I thought going into the playoffs. It was twelve, and he only threw for fourteen hundred yards. I mean, they had the run game because then they picked up McCaffrey pretty soon thereafter. Yeah, I'm 
Because McCaffrey hadn't lost a game in San Francisco, right? Until no, I yeah, was, uh, yeah. He's a game. He's a game changer. Yeah, I wonder like where, who, like who gets the most credit there? Because McCaffrey was really, really good. I don't know. That's going to be an interesting. I mean, obviously, you don't have to make a decision on that for a couple years at least. But I mean, seems like they would try to get. I mean, definitely feels like Lance has the most top end potential like the biggest highest ceiling right between the two just with athletic ability but at that ankle man like how many years in a row is that that the 49ers have ended their season with at least one quarterback like really injured brock purdy i mean looks like he might have started garoppolo gets hurt all the time something like that okay no no not that many he played in week five game or game five yeah in week five he played in game seven and then games game 10 and then game 12 so he wasn't in there every time until 12 13 14 15 16 17 okay um and then the playoffs i guess one, two, if you start count those. one two three four five six regular season games okay. and then how many playoff games did he play in well he right, started three right three seattle dallas so nine straight games mm. and then philly i mean these are his passing totals you ready 210 185 217 234 284 178 Those are the regular season numbers. I just I, it he's he'll be an intriguing guy for either when he comes back with the 49ers or if he moves on somewhere else eventually. Mm-hmm. But I don't think but no one's just gonna be like, Yep, rolling with Brock Purdy, let's get a clipboard holder to back him up, let's make a push for the Super Bowl. You know, you know he's gonna be in a battle or he's gonna be the backup, you know, and th- he's gonna have to have some other either some other break or he's just gonna have to be so good when he eventually is hundred percent healthy that you can't not play him. Especially when you go into games thinking, oh, I only need to put up about three touchdowns. My defense is going to hold it down to no, that's true. Thir- yeah. 12, 13 points or whatever they gave up on the season. He'll end up leading the Texans with D'Amico Ryans to, you know, seven and ten records in a few years. You want to try and get out of the AFC if you can. <laughs> that's a brutal <laughs> conference with all those quarterbacks they got. I mean, maybe you have yeah, a fight chance in the NFC. It's, uh, it's, it's carousel time in the – NFL coaches especially, but even you know players and extensions and all that stuff. Kind of excited about this year's draft. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of quarterbacks. A lot mm. of it's weird at the top because there's a lot of teams in the top ten that need quarterbacks and some that don't. So I'm interested to see how all the trades yeah, kind of play out. Interested to see how the quarterbacks end up stacking up. Um, I don't, it's always weird with quarterbacks. Like we watch the combine for this stuff, but a lot of them will make a decision later about do they throw at their pro day? Do they throw at the combine? Um, well, I heard. I mean, like I mentioned, I think I mentioned during the break yesterday about Aiden McConnell from Purdue. He's making some noise down there at the Senior Bowl right now. The Reese's, mm. where scouts are really loving what he's doing. I don't yeah, know what other quarterbacks are doing. Stuff down like there, that can really help a quarterback like him. Because didn't Bennett wasn't Bennett invited to the Senior Bowl and just skipped it? Yes. And, and then he just had to go then, to Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> went to Dallas and got drunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I think if you have all, any of those questions that they're talking about, like you would show up at anything and everything you could. Right, if you're stints and Bennett, I think he's a cocky little. Your, I think he's a cocky little jerk, and he's like, "I'm two-time like, national champion. I don't have to do all this stuff." Or right, maybe he's I mean, just he's kind of burned out on football right now. But Manziel level or anything, but he's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's showing some traits. Maybe the only reason he's not showing Manziel level stuff is because he's like eight years older than Johnny Football yeah, was and at that this point. Too. No, yeah. Yeah, it's like the oh he's mature. It's like yeah, you're also gonna have four less years with him than you will some of these other guys. So, 
if he did, you know, turn out to be pretty good. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah's, Jeremiah's top 50 NFL prospects is out. We'll come back with that. Uh, I'll tell you where everyone's favorite Will Levis ranks. Talking about NFL football, Houston's excited about the draft. I kind of am too, you know. The quarterbacks are so uh It's so polarizing, yeah. You know? I mean, you got everybody from, like, you got Anthony Richardson. Who Wild card. People will look at me like, can he be the, like Cam Newton? And then some mm-hmm. people will be like, that guy can't throw. <laughs> and then you got other people will be like, Will Levis, oh, he's Josh Allen. And then he has other a, people like, he can't throw. He has a better arm than cam newton not i'm not saying he's more accurate i'm saying Anthony richardson that ball comes out of his hand and it a is baseball arm yeah yeah like newton had kind of like a long one I mean, he's very good don't get me wrong it was a rocket though yeah but richard richardson he just throws a different cam was much more accurate at the nfl than even i thought he could be mm-hmm, yeah and i remember you know because i mean i grew up a panthers fan they had the number one pick we were going I, – I, just in my own mind, I kept waffling. Should they take him? Should they not? Should they take him? I think the debate was like taking a defensive end instead or you mm. know, a left tackle or whatever. I was like, should they take him? Should they not? Should they take him? Should they not? And driving over, uh, I like picked up a buddy. And we we're going to another buddy's house. We we're all going to watch the draft together. Mm-hmm. And driving over, I turned to my buddy. And I said, you know what? I think if I'm the Panthers, you just have to take Cam Newton because – it's like passing on Michael Jordan. Like maybe yep. he's not going to be Michael Jordan. Maybe he's not. And, and and Cam was really close. I mean, if if he if he had just been, I feel like a little more. If he'd have worked a little harder, mm. I think. I mean, he, he, he was in the Super Bowl. I mean, couple couple breaks go your way. Maybe he's just a little more dedicated, a little bit better, dude. And I don't know how you fault a, a, a team from saying we can't pass on a guy that's this sure. talented. Oh, super talented. And, I mean, I think that's who uh, – it was Roberto talking about the weakness of the quarterback. I think the problem with the NFL quarterbacks at the top right now is not so much that they're bad. It's that they're inconsistent. You had that draft class with Roethlisberger, Eli Manning. Um, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. And you had some guys before and after them that were all just like the same dudes mm-hmm. week in, week out. And some were better than others, and some had their moments, and some didn't. But right now, some of the best quarterbacks the last couple of years have, for stretches, have been Lamar Jackson, who yep. can run super. It was indefens or undefensible yeah. for a while. Like no one could stop that Ravens offense. Was that two when he won the MVP? Was two years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Like no one could stop it. Um, and his passing stats. Remember he he his passing numbers were like the best out of anyone ever because on efficiency because he was throwing a a few less attempts than any of those classic pocket guys. And he's, his completion percentage was through the roof. Everybody's having to respect the run game so much that so the guys are wide open. Yeah. You know, Kyler Murray for three and four game stretches has been the best quarterback in the league, but then he's God awful. And then he's hurt. Then the call of duty update comes yeah, out. Right. He's, yeah. You know, he's um, so there's, busy. Some, there's some Justin Herbert's another guy for certain games. The guy looks like Joe Montana. And then there's other games. He doesn't. So I think there's a lot of younger guys right now. They're just really up and down. Instead of kind of that that old crew has has officially now passed, they're gone. They're mm-hmm. all gone. 
you know. Um, and they've been fading away for the last five or to seven years. But there was just a whole group of just drop back pocket guys. You know what you're going to get. I wonder if that's like kind of the way the game is done. Tom Brady, like these young guys, they they want to take more chances. It seems like right, like they want more big plays and splash plays. And I wonder if sometimes when the defense takes that away, they they try to force it a little bit. Like Herbert has a cannon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mahomes has a cannon. He's Mahomes is more consistent. I I was actually really impressed with him this year. Considering Mahomes plays point guard, like he he does it. He does both, and that's why he's the best. But even with losing Tyree Kill, everyone's like, oh well, now we're going to see if Mahomes is any good. Newsflash: He's still really really good. And I'd put Mahomes up with any of the greats. Like I, I think we're, I think we're, I think Roberto, the way he, he might not have meant to do this, but the way he talked about, it, he kind of almost underrated Mahomes. Like, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl, that's gonna be his second one, right? I mean, that's you know, he's becoming, yeah, he's, what, he's becoming consistent. What was what was the in set? a way like Josh Allen hasn't quite gotten there yet. No, he's not there. Uh, Joe Burrow is close, but like Josh Allen every year lays some absolute stinkers yeah, in all, the regular season. There's this whole new crew, so. What's the, what was the stat though? Mahomes, it's like t- I think it was uh, playoff touchdowns. He's five off of Brady in eight fewer games for the all time mm. record. Like, yeah. like he's gonna he's gonna crush that record if he stays healthy. Oh, yeah. Like he, he might do it next year. Records, yeah. I mean, I, I guess he could throw five in the Super Bowl and you know beat it this year. In, but he's 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 really really good. In my fantasy football league that does 6 point touchdowns for passing and rushing and minus 3 for picks um on a per game basis. So like Jalen Hurts missed the last 2 weeks, those are not counted against him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes was the number 1 quarterback at 30.7 points. Jalen Hurts was second at 28.6. He was more than 2 points per game better the next guys are all like within two points, mm-hmm. you know, like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and then there's another big drop down. But um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes has has been a little more consistent than those other guys. I feel like Burrow would be if they could ever figure out how to protect him. Yeah, just yeah, a little better. He's got good receivers too. That helps. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's basically got two number ones. But you've had. Uh, I mean, you've had a lot of some of those older guys. So like Dak Prescott's really inconsistent. He can look great. And then he can look. Just he he might be awful. the best example. I mean, I know it was Tampa and they weren't that good, but he looked like a million bucks in that game. I mean, he looked absolutely awesome. You've also had guys like Deshaun Watson, who th- people thought w- were going to continue to be great, and if he went to a better team or better. And then you know they've had off the field stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got a, yep. Carson Wentz was supposed to be good, started getting hurt, and he can't play quarterback anymore. Yeah. Um, so there's been kind of this void. Carson, people forget like that dude was ascending. So quickly, and then he—I think it was the two-point conversion. He dives into the end zone, and the guy hits his year. knee, tears his ACL, and he just never, never got they it. They went back. on to win. The they Super won the Super Bowl yeah. that year. Nick Foles. Yeah. And if he doesn't get hurt, I think they'll st- they still. If he doesn't get hurt at all, they probably still win. And he it. wins the MVP. Yeah. And then he doesn't have to watch his backup win the Super Bowl, and there's probably a lot of mental stuff there with him. Like, sure. wait a minute. Well, yeah. Josh Allen led the league in interceptions this year, which is crazy. Did he? I thought it was Dak. Dak threw a bunch in a row, but Dak also missed like six straight games or something when oh, okay, yeah. Rush well, came in there. Daniel Jeremiah's top quarterback is C.J. Stroud. He's ranked as the eleventh. After, after what he did to Georgia and seeing that all twenty-two footage, he'd be he'd be my top choice. I, I've never talked to the guy. I've never interviewed him. But if I'm just going off what he sees and the throws he can make, I know we all kind of dunk on Ohio State as much as we can throughout the year. But man, some of those throws he made against Georgia were just yeah. stupid. Says he's not a dynamic athlete in his setup, but he always throws off a firm, strong platform, smooth delivery, beautiful tight ball. He can layer the ball over linebackers and under safeties. He puts nice loft on deep balls making life easy for his pass catchers. His biggest issues arise when he has to move and reset and mm-hmm. deliver the ball. 
um, as his accuracy suffers. Uh, the impressive college football playoff performance against Georgia is the notable exception in this department. So apparently that was one of his best performances. Uh, he is a build-up speed runner when lanes open up for him to take off. Overall, Stroud is definitely more of a shooter than a scorer, whatever that means. <laughs> he will have success provided the pieces are in place in front of him and on the perimeter. The next quarterback. So Stroud was 11th overall. So there's there's like 10 guys, a lot of defenders, like, like a receiver. If you're one of those top quarterbacks, you probably want to try and get to Indy out of any of those options. Will Levis, 12th overall. What does shooter than a scorer mean? Does that mean he likes to take the big play instead of just like dinking and dunking? Like he's he, a shooter. Is that like then Reggie a Miller scorer? <laughs> yeah, that is that's that's a that's a doozy. That's a that's kind of a circle, right? Yeah, or a shooter. I mean, you got to shoot to score. Or a shooter than a like scorer. takes ch- takes big bigger chances instead of the easy stuff sometimes. The, so he's he's taking the long three instead of kicking it inside for the layup. Hang on, hang on. All right. <laughs> That's now, it, now I'm that, intrigued. That's just such an interesting way to say that about him. I mean, they put up a ton of yards, tons of touchdowns. I thought they don't feel like he threw a bunch of picks. Okay, I think what it means is he does have like he he needs to have good guys around him. Like a scorer is a guy. Okay, like yeah, Drew yeah, yeah. Pember is a scorer at UNC Asheville. He was uh, Santiago Vescovi is a shooter for Tennessee. Yep. Okay, I buy. We that. don't have to have him taking every shot and scoring constantly. Okay. Yep. That's, that makes sense. That's that's my thing. Like. I don't know. That that's my guess. Will Levis is next. Oh. Levis is an inconsistent player on tape, but he possesses ideal size, arm strength, and athleticism. So did you, Marcus Russell? He is a power thrower, capable of fitting the ball into tight windows at the second and third levels. However, yeah, he fit that ball right into our uh, defensive <laughs> backs hand. Yeah, three times. <laughs> However, he needs to get more consistent underneath. He has bad misses, especially when throwing to the left. Huh? <laughs> I can picture well, it. Right one, now. I was in person. He tends to close off his front side, which severely impacts his ball placement. I admire his toughness to stand firm in the pocket, but his lack of awareness leads to him taking some monster hits, spawning ball security issues. He moved around much better in 2021. That's, you know, two years ago. Showing quickness and power as a runner. His past fall due to his own injuries and a lesser supporting cast, he wasn't as effective. Overall, Levis is gifted, but has some bad habits he needs to clean up in order to be a reliable NFL starter. I'm not taking a, a maybe reliable NFL starter at you know, uh, five or eight or whatever. The Anthony Richardson is next at thirteen. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Did you did you miss Bryce Young? Oh, let me check. I don't think so. I may have. No, I'm, I'm, you probably didn't. I, mean, I'm I, ju- I know you're being facetious, but I did not. Miss. Oh, I did miss Bryce Young. I'm sorry. Oh, what was he too? He's at three. Oh, okay. He was so high, I didn't. Wait, so he is behind Levis? No, 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 I'm sorry. He's at three overall. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it feels to me... I was more focused on getting to Levis, so I kind of dropped down. Is Bryce Young the safest? I think C.J. Stroud's the safest. Yeah, you do? It's but be- Bryce Young might have a little more upside, it's so be- it, I, I might I don't know. Him ahead. It's I don't between know. those two for me. I Like, C.J. Stroud, and I, I'm not saying he was... he. But everything around him was so good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's throwing to Njigba and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and and this year for Bryce Young, like they were not good at receiver, and he had to run around a lot and bought time. But what he did, and this is what I this is what killed me during the Bama game because it was so obvious what he was doing. He breaks contain and takes off running, but he's running to a spot, and then he sets mm-hmm. up and then he fires the ball, and he's really good at throwing off balance and he. 
Yeah, he's not looking to run down. And he was kind of hurt that game. Remember, he was still coming back yeah. from the shoulder, and everyone's like, man, he throws an ugly ball. I'm like, he's still kind of like yeah, they're wondering figuring that play, thing out. Yeah. But I remember him last year. He did not throw a lot of wobblers. He was throwing tight spirals. I, I just worry with him a little bit about size and, and arm strength. But I think it's good enough. I, I mean, Tua doesn't have the strongest arm. If you put great receivers around him, he balls out You know, yeah. when, when his head's not – Ringing. I think I would take Bryce Young just for the extra upside. I think C.J. Stroud might be the safest, but, I mean, I, I don't really want the safest necessarily. So you want Levis? <laughs> Anthony Richardson, roll the dice. I just wouldn't draft him. I mean, there's a there's a point where I would draft Anthony Richardson, but somebody else is going to take that chance first. You know, they're going to be ahead. Okay, it's down to those two for you. Who? You have to have a quarterback. It's Will, Will Levis. Levis or Anthony Richardson. I want you to think of this from a couple different ways. Okay. Who, who do you think is better, and how do you make sure you keep your job if it doesn't work? Kentucky is so bad, I think I would take Will Levis and just hope that – I I mean, I've watched Anthony Richardson – have guys open and just miss them or do stupid mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. throw to the wrong guy mm-hmm. or just or throw play, it right to the defense have yeah. a brain fart and while Will Levis has also done those things mm-hmm. that Skankerillo guy was so bad I think I would lean a little more on the 2021 Will Levis and hope that I can just basically tear him down and build him back up part of me agrees with that and then part of me says if you take at this point because of what we've seen most recently with Will Levis right mm-hmm. he was not good this year right if you take him and he busts, it feels like there's a lot of people who are going to be like, everyone told you he was going to be a bust. Mm. We, but with with Richardson, it's it's worse because I think there's a bigger expectation that it doesn't work. But I think you can sell it as we took a chance on all of this potential. He has a stronger arm than Will Levis. He's a better athlete than Will Levis. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know that he can even play quarterback in the NFL. No, that's fair. I mean, I think if he was able to stay in college three more years or he went to Josh Heupel for a year or two, mm. probably, you could probably make Anthony Richardson a pretty damn good college quarterback. I don't oh, know that you can in the NFL. You might. You might. Somebody's going to take a chance and try because of all that you just mentioned, the athleticism, the arm strength, I all mean, that. I don't know. If, is he going to the combine? I don't know. Yeah, I guess a lot of the quarterbacks haven't made that. I, I, I hope he runs the 40. Yeah. Well, I'm just February. I'm just curious to see what it what he right runs. The corner. I mean, it'll, it'll be sub four five, right? Uh, I would think high four fours. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Just yeah, right under four five. Yes. Uh, we'll tell you where Jalen Hyatt ranks next uh, on this top uh, fifty players. He's in there. We'll tell you yes, about made the top we'll fifty. Tell you about next. You're listening to Three and Out. Hour three continues. Talking about NFL draft for some of these Tennessee players are going. You mentioned uh, Jalen Hyatt made the top fifty. He did. Not just the top fifty. Obviously, thirty-two is a big number. He's inside that. Not only that, he's inside the top twenty-five. Chris, twenty-three for Jalen Hyatt. 
Hyatt is a thin-framed wide receiver with rare speed. At Tennessee over the past two years, he primarily lined up in the slot and Josh Heupel's spread attack, catching a ton of quick hitters and over-the-top balls. He is at his best when he can stay on the move without having to gear down and work back to the quarterback. He has easy speed, destroying cushions immediately, and he can find another gear with the ball in the air. He tracks the ball naturally over his shoulder and can make plays above the rim. After the catch, he isn't very shifty or elusive, but Mm -hmm. he can simply run away from tacklers. He enjoyed his best game of this past season in Tennessee's thrilling win over Alabama, producing one big play after another in a five-touchdown bonanza. Overall, Hyde is a home-run hitter with reliable hands. He didn't, even, he didn't even try and knock him, except for the thin frame part. And I mean, obviously... Surprised there wasn't a little shot at the hands there. people try and come up and jam him, I mean, that, you know... I think that's a really but fair if you, but analysis. If you jam him, you better get him, you know? Yeah. I remember Steve Smith, uh, Panther Steve Smith, yeah. who was a little more quick, Yeah, was also fast, but not like... Hyatt's just that easy speed. That's different. Yeah. But, no, but Smith had quick Smith feet. one time, there was a guy right in front of him, and the dude went to punch him on the snap, and he juked him, and the dude whiffed and almost fell down, and then he had like 10 yards past him. It's, if, if Hyatt can develop a little of that quickness to get off the jam, yep. then because then he's, you're done. Like If you don't get a good jam and you try and play him press, it's over. That's the one thing, and obviously he came off a lot of like stack releases, mm-hmm. motion releases and things like that, which was a genius move by Hypel. I do wonder. I mean, I'm. You mentioned that one by Steve Smith. There, there's one. Uh, it was Ocho Cinco. He may have been Chad Johnson at the time. I can't really remember. Same thing. I mean, as tight as you can get, press coverage, and he he goes and he does like a scissor step and goes backwards just mm-hmm. a little bit, and then gives a shoulder lean. And same thing. The guy just goes to touch him and just doesn't. Yeah. And then. Ocho Cinco had great speed, too, and he's just down the sideline for a wide-open touchdown. If Hyatt can get a little bit of quickness in his feet off the off the jump, that 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 would be key. Because, like, I think that's very fair. He's not a, a catch-it-and-juke-you-out-of-your... Like Tyreek Hill, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter where Tyreek Hill catches it. He's just a, a jitterbug. He just bounces around, and then he, then he has the elite speed. Hyatt's definitely more of a, a glider as opposed to, like, a choppy-step-quick guy. How about this? Number 32... Pretty important number to be ranked in the prospect list just because, you know, 32 teams. First, mm-hmm. round. first rounder. Tennessee's Darnell Wright. I saw him in the first round in a mock the other day. Wright is a massive right tackle prospect. He lacks ideal foot quickness and pass protection, but does a nice job of staying square and staying patient. Defenders get into his chest, but he's able to absorb and stop their charge because he has so much mass and power. He is late with his punch, but once he latches on, the play is over. Hmm. He more than held his own against Alabama's Will Anderson Jr. in the run game. He leans on his opponent and creates movement despite playing too high. He has success at the second level. When he can stay on one track, he struggles to redirect in space, though. Overall, Wright isn't a special athlete, but his blend of size and power gives him a chance to be a stable a stable starting right tackle at the next level. I definitely think he's more suited for right tackle. Yeah. Just with, as they mentioned, he's not the quickest guy, but once he once he gets you, it is over. Mm-hmm. He didn't allow a sack all year, right? No. We didn't give up that many. But, yeah, especially him. It was like him and Carvin and maybe one other player who didn't play all the time, but like they didn't give up. I mean, Tennessee has a real potential to get three first-round draft picks between Hyatt, Wright, and Byron Young. Yeah, I was surprised the other day that Byron Young was in the first round. I I think he's really good. I think he has a lot of potential. I was just surprised to see him in the first round. Well, he's outside the top 
50 here. That's yeah. And, and you know, all these guys have their lists and whatever, and you just never know. It's hard being a pass rusher. There's so many. Well, you just yeah, you never know how want. the teams sta- are stacking them. We yeah. sell a receiver every year. Like these guys cannot rank the receivers and mm-hmm. get them right for the way they mm-hmm. go in the draft because mm-hmm. certain teams have certain systems and they want different dudes. Yeah, and certain guys are trying to draft a number one receiver, and other guys are trying to draft a complementary receiver. You know, mm-hmm. if you've got T. Higgins on one side, you might want a, a Jalen Hyatt type on the other. Or if you have a bunch of smaller receivers, you might want to go get a big guy. Because yeah. Hyatt is not going to be a slot guy, is he? Depends on the system. Yeah, it I mean, really any, I mean, it really does just not, depend not on where he goes. Not in that. a prototypical way, no. Yeah. No. Normally Maybe more outside the numbers. Yeah, normally you'd want like, you know, DK Mech of Cal- Calvin Johnson style number one guy. Mm-hmm. And then you want like the Jalen Hyatt, Deshaun Watson guy on the other side on the outside. And then you want Cooper Cup, you know. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Jackson. Sorry. Okay. And then you want Cooper Cup in the slot, right? You I think I think Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson's a pretty good comp. Yeah. Not as not as shifty and jukey, although he was a damn good punt returner at Cal. Mm-hmm. But I I like that. Maybe not quite as quick, but that's a pretty good comparison speed wise, at least. Uh, over the top guy. I mean, yeah. you know, that's just what you're going to be. Over the top, deep, over the middle. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, that's the way I think of offense. But these guys, that I mean. There's a lot of different stuff now. Everybody's trying to open up the pass game. Yeah. And they move around a lot more, too. I mean, you're going to – a lot of those – you know, you, if you have a slot guy, if you have a super little quick guy, and then you can motion and high it behind them and stack them up, mm-hmm. then no one can get a jam. You don't know which way they're going. If they blow right. coverage, it's a touchdown. I mean, it's there's all kind of stuff that they're doing. But he, he'll complement a super well-rounded big receiver yeah. very well. Because you can't, and probably be one of those guys that outperforms a, him in some games. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, you can't roll a safety down on the on the big guy because any step down that guy makes, you might be roasted on the other side over the top. And if you play two safeties back, well, then then the slot guy has bubbles to work in, and your run game's opened up, and it's just a nightmare. And teams teams usually put more importance on one of those spots, like the old school offensive coordinators. They might invest everything they have into the number one receiver, the well-rounded six foot four, six foot three, you know, guy that's pretty good at everything, great hands, and then he's just going to take the journeyman slot guy that's just pretty quick, but not not a game changer, catches whatever forty balls a year, and then they'll kind of split the difference on the other dude. Some some teams now though are putting all the money, like they're paying the slot guy the most mm-hmm. because they're kind of working inside out. They're saying this guy has more space to operate, and he's closer to the quarterback. So let's let's have that guy be our primary. We can find – there's a lot of 6'4 receivers running around. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not yeah. all they're not, fast yeah. and strong and tall and long. But we can just find a guy to put over there. and then So it just kind of depends on fit and all that stuff. Darnell Wright came in at 6'5 and an eighth, I'm guessing. Wingspan of 82 and 3'8". That's almost 7-foot wingspan for a 6'5 guy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Final segment of the program next. FanDuel Sportsbook is now legal in Tennessee. Wish that I was on Rocky Top down in the Tennessee well, we got to talk basketball to wrap it up, Chris. Big game tonight, 7 o'clock. ESPN 2. They're all big games. That's true. That's very true. The Florida Gators projected score on Kempom, 68-60. The line, 5.5. 
Vol is 74% chance to win here. I think it's even higher on the ESPN matchup predictor. 91.3. do not have a go-to guy due to the Florida Gators. They have Colin Castleton, who's their only major contributor. He's 6'11", 250, senior post player, of course. See what we can do with him. Uh, he does not shoot the ball from the outside. Uh, only 13-3 attempts on the season. Hmm. Um, they've got three significant contributors. Uh, Kwasi Reeves, six foot six, hundred ninety-two pounds, sophomore. Uh, Riley Kugel, six foot five, two hundred seven, freshman, and Trey Bonham, who's a six foot, hundred seventy-pound junior. So um, I'm guessing he's their point guard. Well, actually, I think he's the six-man backup point guard. Hmm. Uh, the depth chart of the past five games is Kyle Lofton at the point six three one eighty eight. He's a senior. Myrian Jones, I guess it Myrian. Yeah, I guess it's got to be Myron. M Y R E O N. Myrian Jones, number zero, six foot three hundred seventy seven. Senior shooting guard. Will Richard at small forward six four. There's six nine. Alex Fudge at uh, power forward. Fudge. And yeah, F-U-D-G-E. And then mm. Colin Castleton at center, of course. And uh, even uh, Riley Google comes off the bench. So that's weird. Even Reeves is off the bench. Huh. Sometimes the Kimball numbers don't really match up with real life when they're all this close. So they have six guys after Castleton whose numbers are all very, very really seven. Um, so I guess that kind of makes sense. The get-in price for this one is six bucks. Uh, Florida's good on defense, uh, bad at, on offense, below average on offense. They're tenth in the country in defense. They're good at effective field goal percentage. They're pretty good at limiting three point percentage. They're really good at limiting two point percentage. Uh, great at block percentage. They, I did see they're averaging quite a few blocks per game. Teams don't take that many threes against them though. They lead the conference in block shots. Mm. Yeah, I think they're averaging like six or seven a game. Yeah. yeah. So expect the defensive game. Um, I mean, I've got it in the 60s. Kevin Fitzgerald and Jimmy Dykes tonight on the call. Which one's Kevin Fitzgerald? I don't. I can't picture him. I'm going to go Tennessee 67, Florida 56. 11-point win. I had 72-58. Tennessee 14 Tennessee about 14. Okay. Yep. All right. I don't – what did Hickman say? Seventy-two, sixty-one, as he walked out the door. Like I think. that. Something yeah, like that. I hope we can. Nothing counts. If we can just like get off to a good start, yeah. I think we'll be okay. I, I hope this isn't like the. Well, this is our Super Bowl. If we could just beat Tennessee, I know it's a crappy year mm, one under yeah. this coach Golden. But if we could just get have this one night and fe- start February, it'd be nice. I just hope we're not running to like the home court buzzsaw letdown. I mean, the good thing is they can't score, so our defense should show up. Even if we miss shots, it might might be a slob, slobber knocker for a minute, but hopefully we can uh, eventually pull away and roll. Seventy five fifty nine. Okay. I mean, we should keep them in the fifties unless they just have a great shooting night. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I realize they average. Uh, let's I mean, see, they're we, averaging seventy two points per game. But I mean, it might be sixty to fifty, maybe. That's I mean, a good point. It, that's a good point. But if that if it is, you know, that'll be okay. Just get a win. Let's move on. Um, these are this. It's it's 
it's a great place for Tennessee to be when a road trip to Florida is just win and and move move along. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty insane. Not going to be some sellout madhouse. Just yeah. I'm sure it'll be a decent crowd with their blue out. I mean, they'll be fired up. That's why I think you should go up to a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Which we've been pretty good at. Yeah, we yeah, have. yeah. Got to give them a lot of credit for that. Do it again tonight, boys. We'll talk about it tomorrow. The Blitz is next. Keep it locked for more Fan Run Radio. Locked in, you know, Rick Barnes style. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're listening to FM 105, AM 1340, WKGN Knoxville, and W289CU.